Get your get your guitar. <laughs> we have to we have to play us back in. Give us a little something with a beat. Me writing Academy, Back still with air. still with nothing, still Look, with nothing. Bob, Bob, you brought a book. Uh, I do have a book. It's called The Courage to Write by uh, Ralph Keys. I've had it for quite some time, and there's some there's some good information in here that and it alludes to what we've been talking about. Uh, the title of this little uh, uh, chapter is uh, "I Can't Write About That." <laughs> 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 so I'm pretty sure it's a long chapter. <laughs> I don't think you can write about nah, anything. I can't anymore. write about that. No. no. Okay, here we go. Once we've resolved to write, at least on a contingency basis, the next question is about what? Answering that deceptively simple question can itself take courage. Like a tongue searching out a cracked fillings. <laughs> <laughs> an, inner, an inner scan for writing ideas makes a beeline for tender parts of our psyche. Oh my God, this, mm-hmm. this is smut. Yeah, <laughs> that's where that's where the most potent material hides out. We all know what we'd really like to write about, but it's exceedingly hard, nearly impossible, <laughs> tender, hard. nearly impossible to find the courage to expose such topics to readers. <laughs> Should I write about should should I write about feeling too fat to please my mother? It might, it, it, That's what he's listen, talking about. It, it might kill her. How about the time I got caught shoplifting? Uncle Horace would never speak to me again. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe I should plumb my fantasies of making love on Principal Hargrove's desk. What? But only when I'm ready to leave town. Hey, now you got a plot I can't up. write about that. Wow. I wouldn't want to have sex on a desk anyways. Jesus well, it all depends. Fuck. Depends on... It all well, depends. Well, it's all about, what about <laughs> comfort? You get caught up in the moment. You know how it is. <laughs> no. So, <laughs> I don't. Well, you don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't get caught up in moments. <laughs> I'm writing a novel over here. <laughs> you had to bring the mother in. The mother. Right. What's that? Use everything available. <laughs> oh, your mom's available? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, no, She's yeah. there right now. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. No. Want a coffee? Mama. Yeah. Give, me, give me some material. Yeah. Um. I've been using my phone quite a bit. Yeah. Gets you out. To, to call your mother? Re- to call my mother? <laughs> oh, that's um, nice. It's it nice. is nice to call I your mother. I think that's nice. Yes. You know what? I'm if I'm going to call my mom, his mother. I'm going yeah. to record it. No kidding. I'm going to write it down. I'm going to sell it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Mama said, make something out of yourself. Okay, Mom, you want it. There you go. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> we got, yeah. You turn over the tapes to the FBI. <laughs> so what are you? Re- you're recording her, her, her life stories? No, what? it's it's random. Like we... Traditionally, in the morning, we have coffee together, and I've taken the role of making the espresso, make her a cappuccino, and she sits in, in a room. It's like seven in the morning, waking up. And before How old morning. is your mom? She's seventy-seven. Okay. And this—that's that's really interesting because what I've been doing lately is I just put the voice recorder or was the iPhone voice memo mm-hmm. 
put it there, turn it on, and she starts talking. And she's lately been knitting these scarves in purple for, I guess the color purple represents pancreatic cancer. Okay. okay. And she, I don't, she was just told that because my mom, my mom speaks mostly in Spanish, kind of like an Italian, Italianized version of Spanish because she's Italian. And she learned the Spanish in Argentina. So in the world, so I just recorded telling these stories. And she's been real very reflective in her childhood and and talking about when, you know, how she got to Argentina through the Juan Peron um, a, uh, uh, cargo, a cargo ship that would bring cattle to Italy through Genoa and then fill up with Italians after World War II. So they would mm. bring they would bring cattle and wheat, starving Italians, and they would come back with Italians. And there was actually a program that they would give you. They were giving the Italians two hectares of land or some stuff like that to begin like homesteading. Mm-hmm. So she would start telling me these stories, and and I would just record them. Then what I would do is, afterwards, I would write them down. But then I would have to go in and put the exposition. Like we just asked me, when when is she when, when was she born and you know, how old is she and, mm. and give her a character in life. And then I would also listen to how she actually told the story. Because she can't really stay on point, much like me. So she'll like, I don't know where, you know, open her Facebook page and start reading me an article by Sophia Loren in Italian. And then she's like, <laughs> my Facebook will not work no more. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, but keep telling me the story about Sia Angelina when, when the donkey you know, kicked her in the liver and she died in Saturday Road in Abruzzo. Hmm. Finish that story. Yeah. Nah, who wants to hear about that shit? Let me tell you another story. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you the time that when your other aunt, Angelina, and after the Germans put all the mines around the, our, the town, the town is called Pieta Frazzana. Right. And the Germans were retreating. And when they, they sit and they mined just about every, every bridge, they blew up all the bridges. Um, mm-hmm. She would tell me stories when they, I guess I assumed just by, I mean, I researched it, trying to find out who was flying over um, this, this town because she would, t- would tell me stories that these planes would fly and drop their payloads or whatever into the to the, the, the valley of blood it's called Val de Sangro right. which is a um, a valley that overlooks my mom's hometown Pieta Frazzana so she, she tells me they she'll go off with another oh look at this all the, all the TV says that Mark Anthony is going to divorce Jennifer Lopez tells me in Spanish <laughs> and then I'm like okay mom but stay on point oh so when the Germans left the mind <laughs> I'm like this is fucking material but the things I'm my job as writing is I'm describing this to the person who's I'm supplying all the context. Right. I'm the narrator. I'm the voice that's saying okay. So I'm anticipating Bob asking me a question, for example. You may you need to have that information before you can go on and enjoy the rest of the, the way she tells stories. Yeah. Right. So the story is is that Tia, Tia Angelina went out with the um, the niece her went out with her niece to look for broccoli. And in Italy, there's wild broccoli. We call it broccoli de rab, which grows in the snow. Yeah. So they went out, and my and my mother's mother, my now you know my uh, nonna Olympia, our wonderful one-eyed, um, lame fascist lame. Right. grandmother, <laughs> God bless her heart, um, gray eyes, wolf eyes, told them not to go there because the Germans have been putting mines all over the place. Like, ah, oh, you know, no, you shut up, you, this, uh, we go, we go get the broccoli, fuck you. Oh, there's always bad blood. Apparently, my great-great-grandfather cut somebody's hand off because at a property dispute, over a property dispute. But, um, 
Another story from. Are my, you from Westeros? <laughs> I'm telling you, these old stories. That That's Game been, of Thrones. Uh, isn't Westeros an Italian? Westerosi. Westerosi. <laughs> Obviously, what happened? They went out to pick, to pick broccoli, and then you know she turns around and talks to her mom, and after an explosion, mom's gone. Oh, and no. and all I mean then the graphics. And it's funny because every time mom tells me the story, that's your grandma who's gone. No, it's this my aunt. Oh, your aunt, Ange, okay. Ange, Ange, Angelina, and she okay. went with her niece. No, her yeah, with her niece, and her niece turned around, and her mother was, I mean, no, her aunt was gone, blown to bits. She stepped on a she stepped on a mine where she was looking for broccoli, broccoli the robin ice, uh. and that's the end of her life and the end of her story. So, and my mom's telling me these stories, wow. and she's knitting this purple scarf. Mm-hmm. For pancreatic, but she doesn't. You I go, mom. What are you doing that for? Oh, I don't know. For this thing, uh, you know, what happened to your sister? It's uh, horrible. But your other, okay. your sister, you know, whatever. She said the purple is the color for that. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Wow. And but what she's doing with her hands and that knitting and all that means so much more than me reading in a fucking medical journal. There's more life to me. Life. There's more. I don't know. It's so it's so more, much more profound watching this. And of course. The idea is because I'm recording all this on my phone is to do as little work as possible. Oh yeah, well you're you're a working class writer, of course, where right. the idea is to not do any work. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, but I, I just want to ask: Are you going to take this and turn it into a novel, or are you just recording this for edification? Or I think by the, by the time in a year mm -hmm. it will be a novel. Things I just don't work that way. But you'll take I envy Bob. Like to, I got the fifty pages. No, I, I, I just know, guys. You know, you have a plan. It's like I got a project going. Okay, I get obsessed with so it. So you'll see what happens with this information, and then I, it'll it'll go wherever it'll go, right? According to whatever decision you might make at the moment. Exactly. When it's done, it's done. When the story's over, yeah. Which is when my mom stops talking about it, or whenever this year is over, the story's over, or the novel's over. Who knows, right? Who knows? There's no in the beginning. Mm hmm. So I, I interrupted you, Mike. What? What were you going to say? No, I, I, it's probably a, a inconsequential uh -huh. sort of observation. Well, but so is all you know, I, I, I work with writers all the time. I try to form ways for them to uh, put a match to what they want to do and put their voice to the thing so it doesn't sound like somebody else. And they don't necessarily have to fall into stock tricks and all that, you know. And it seemed to me that the way you were explaining how your mom tells stories. Like if you could write that, how you were explaining it to us, just in like, mm -hmm. so you're the guy. You're just telling it like this is my mom. She'll be telling that she she looks at her phone. You don't need descriptions for that so much. No. Then you're writing it as if it it could be fiction too, but it's as if it were an essay really. You know, a yeah. field guide to mom or something. It'd be awesome. Yeah, no, yeah. field guide to mama. But then you can just if if you think of it as writing an essay. Then all that sort of process stuff related to the vivid, continuous dream of Fishkin, that's gone. Right. And I know mm -hmm. we, we share a love for that kind of fiction that yes. that's written like an essay in the first place, you know? Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, that's my favorite stuff, really. You know, super ambitious, you know? Yeah. I, I don't know if that's the answer. But I'm expecting 20 pages on my desk in two weeks. You know... <laughs> I'll tell you. You'll have it. I'll tell you what, Marcello. I've I've done recordings like that uh, too. I I had one of the first digital recorders available on the gray market, you know, twenty five thirty years ago, and I remember recording my grandpa and my grandma, 
and it's just from the other room. I just had the mic on. And just to be able to hear the sounds of their voices, it's almost the content doesn't matter. It's such a trigger. You know, the voices of your loved ones. So you're going to love having these recordings for the rest of your life. 40 years from now, you'll be listening to that and you'll be bawling like a baby. And, and there's no way to duplicate that sound to a stranger on the page. We just have to admit that. You know, you can come close to describing what somebody's voice may sound like or what they may look like, but it'll never be the same. So, like, if you if you described, like, Jimmy Durante's voice, you know, that's right. a known quantity. You know? Yeah, yeah, we, we know that already. So that's, but, like, we don't know your mom. Right. You know? So well, you, you got to accept that it, it's, it's never going to be perfect. So all you're doing is you're, you're sending signals out to somebody else that they can reassemble from their lives and see, you know? Right. That, that changes the role, the, the, the relationship between the writer and the reader a little bit. And between the writer and the subject. Yeah. Because I am more interested to see where it goes. Can mm -hmm. end up the next, whatever you want to call it, next chapter, next 20 pages, could be something that comes out of my imagination Mm -hmm. Right. It goes into, you know, the little gods from above coming down with their there mandolins. Right. And then just move forward. Yeah. And then when it's all a big pile of stuff, you go over and you say, okay, let's see. I think and, one of the things I was watching the other day, which now I'm not a big Pink Floyd fan after watching their interviews because they're such douches. Wow, well, <laughs> come on. No, when they, they talk like businessmen and they're talking about Sid Barrett and it's, it's a show I saw the other day. And um, the, the one who thinks he's like, I'm Roger Waters. Roger Waters. Yeah. Well, we have to give this coherency, and and I, I, yeah, I it's you know, yeah. such a pretentious prick. Yeah, David Gilmore is cool. Though. No, David Gilmore is the best. He's very cool. He's very cool, and he's always, he's got the guitar right there, and he's always going to play it for you. Yeah, he's great. But, play I love that he's got the guitar right there, and he's always going to play. <laughs> I love people like that. Like like when you guys came over, it's, we should point out that that all four of us are staying at my house. This is to you, the listener, breaking the fourth wall. Right. <laughs> that we're all staying at my house for the weekend, and, and we're recording these shows live and in person. And so, you know, I, I, I come down this morning, and here's uh, Clark out in the backyard with uh, my wife's dad's guitar, play, you know, strumming away on it. And then I get out of the shower, and I hear Magnuson pounding away on the piano. And I'm thinking, this is just great, you know? <laughs> this is... Uh, I was snoring. I don't yeah. know where you were. Was, was you, were in, you were in Fernetville. He was oh, yeah. asleep. But you know what? You guys, you guys have got me um, missing my mother, so I'm going to give her a call. Okay? You don't mm -hmm. mind? Mm -hmm. No, go ahead. Please. Call mom. Okay. Be a good son. Let's see. Do we get to talk to her, too? Yeah, we won't talk you to her. Put her mom. on speaker. <laughs> we're going to put her on speaker. <laughs> hey, mom. A little dialing music, please. <laughs> okay, I'm sure she's home. Oh, she might, you know, she might be napping now. If we get my dad, we're in big trouble. Because he's half deaf. It could be fun. We'll cut some of this out later. No, I like this. Please leave a message. And we will get back with you as soon as possible. Hi, Dad. It's Rick. We were hoping to talk to Mom, see what she's up to today. So uh, you can call me back or we'll check in later. Maybe she's taking her nap. Okay. Love you. Bye.
Yeah. Um, oh, sent we'll, let me call we'll, my mom. We'll, we'll call her later. <laughs> you gonna call your mom? He's yeah. gonna call his mom. <laughs> this is great. I want her to tell me about the lady with the limp and the missing eye. Hi, Mom. Uh, Listen. Listen. I'm here with with, uh, the Acme Writing Academy. And you are now... We are here... Okay, at the Writing Academy. The the podcast or podcast. And I just... And I told them the story about uh, Tia Angelina. Yeah. And they want to hear your story. How did you tell me the story? Remember? what? What's the story? What do you mean? Which one? Because so many. You know which one. <laughs> the one with the boyfriend? Yeah, the one with the boyfriend. The one. Yeah. Okay, my story, I don't know. Mi tia, the, she's, No, 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 pasa nada, sigue hablando. No, that was, 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 that Oh, because back then in Italy, if you if you went to jail, the, your kids went to jail with you. One year, Whoa. yeah, they got you with you, and one wow. year. But if if you kill the guy, she got to go twenty five years. Oh, so, after you dated her, oh, that son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, and then the grown up with those two kids, and nobody helped her. She got to work every day, and then one day when she's thirty eight, the horse killed her. Kicking her liver, and she died. Thirty-eight. Jeez, and this is all, this is all a Peter, yeah. in, in La Prade, Peter Ferrazana. Right, but this is a, this is a resume because it's a long story. Okay. <laughs> put a lot of story and make it long. Okay. Oh, we miss you. We, I called you because don't we. Don't tell me. Don't tell me the last to me. You don't, don't tell me you put me on the street. No, no, never. I would never do that. Oh, don't do that to me because I don't like that way I speak English. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, let's go see on the Pasadena. Okay. All right. I'll go to Pasadena tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. You have to call them. Okay. Bye, Ma. You want to say okay. hi to Mike? Mike's here. Bye. Wait. Espet. Okay, Mike. How are you? Huh, I'm good. How are you? What, what am I trying to do in California? <laughs> Not much. <What>? <laughs> 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 okay, you guys are uh, uh, I'm a good time, okay? Okay, right. ma. Bye, love you. Okay, bye. Bye, bye. Bye, bye. bye. okay. <laughs> oh man, you were you were just she said don't don't record me or what did you think? Yeah, don't record well, me. She knows. Okay. <laughs> she knows me very well. Yeah. Wow. 
Uh, if, if, if if you, the listener, are hearing this now, then you know that we do not respect our mothers. <laughs> uh, Leah Maria Scopino Liberatore. My mom's name, full name. How come you guys have so many darn names? Because you got to, yeah, you, it's... How, what do you have, six? It's when you, it's when you immigrate a lot. You always, get, they always put, the, put the name on the passport. So you need a new name? So you need a new, no, additional You name. need a new identity. A new identity. You but you don't want to it. give up the old one. Right, like Ho Chi Minh. Finally, you're in the one. Right. Okay, Oh, so, I mean, to go back to the idea of we got nothing, you've got family. Yes. We all have a history. Yes. We're and all I, writing in a history. And in my, in my family, that's always been the tradition since I was a little kid. And it starts with my grandmother, my mom's mom. Um, she died at 92 years old. She always told stories. Mm-hmm. And she yep. was always coded. It was always about you. You just didn't know. Oh, great! <laughs> she was great at that. That's like my, really like good. My, my brother got the spada fucil, which in Italian means the gun that shoots blanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, she, and she would tell these stories about spada fucil, but she was talking about my brother because my oh. brother was going around banging all the all the girls. Uh, is that what she <laughs> meant just now <laughs> yes. about the blanks? Oh, yeah. oh he's shooting blanks. He's shooting blanks. <laughs> So it's all, she, it's all coded. Does she know that that's actually a, a phrase? Of course, it's it's okay. part of it's part of the language, the way they talk. Yeah, it's the Abruzzes, where they're from in Abruzzo, Italy. Yeah, they have this. Uh, you know who's Abruzzes? Bruno Sammartino. Gentile, uh, forte. Uh, gentile forte. Like nice, kind, but strong. Mm-hmm. And their humor is like that. Okay, it's kind of passive aggressive. Kind, kind of uh, Croatian in a way. Very much. Yeah, very reminds me of my family a lot. Now, I want to hear your recording someday because you said you recorded your grandparents, but yep. you didn't give and, us any details. And were they, were they were it was just accents? Oh, yeah. My grandpa speaks very uh, Yugoslavian. And my grandmother was born in America, and she's like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you know, she's the loud talker. She's she, That's where I get it, you know, from, right. from my grandma, for sure. And, and then I... I also have uh, my wife's, you know, Deborah, who you met, her her dad, Huey, it's actually her stepdad, but um, I found some recordings I'd made of him and my parents just hanging out on our back porch. And now, now he passed away two years ago. So I'm going to edit these for Deborah. And I, I know it's just going to make her, she's just going to love it, you know, to be able to hear Huey's voice again. And I don't know what it is. You know, it's the variety of the senses, and this is something we should be thinking about when we're writing, is right. the sound of somebody's voice, just like they say, you know, don't forget smell. Oh, we heard it. We heard right? the sounds when we were in our mother's womb. Right. So the sound of their voice, and, and the, you can evoke that, if you can evoke that. I mean, you, you don't want to write in lingo, though, do you? You know, like Huck Finn? Oh, no. No. Absolutely not. So you got to find a way to evoke just, it without... Just, just say it. Just say they, it. They speak this way, like Michael was saying. You're never going to get it right. Mm-hmm. Right. Describe as much, you know, cha-cha-cha. Get as close as possible. Right. And relate. Mm-hmm. And think, and then think, once you get that voice in your head, you can think what they would have said. Right. And there's your fictional element. Right. Then and it, you're, and, and you're, it has verisimilitude at that and point. And your obsession as a writer will begin to enter what you're working on. You don't, you don't have to be loyal to anybody. You don't have to stay, stay true to the story. Yeah. You can bring in if you if you like writing about uh, Stukas or you know Spitfires, have one crash into the side of the of the uh, old uh, rundown medieval castle that's that's known that's what's known in Pietro Frazzano. I mean, you can do whatever you want as a writer, I guess. Yes. 
That's a lot. Barry Hanna. No, Barry Hanna that wasn't a pilot, but he loved. He was always writing about pilots. He was hmm. always in the cockpit somewhere. <laughs> you said cockpit. Yeah, I know. There's <laughs> a lot of cockpit and there's a lot of chubbies and. <laughs> Boom. Oh, he Marcy, said duty. Hey, grow up. <laughs> oh, <I'm> sorry. <laughs> my mama's gonna smack in my face. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna call her right now. <laughs> I'm gonna call your mama. I'll tell her. <laughs> I'm I'm uh, I'm trying to get a hold of my mom here. Are you? Should we do that? Is she think yeah, yeah. Why not? Yeah, it'll be gonna be you know, I haven't talked to her in about eight hundred years and stuff, it's gonna be super awkward and everything. It'll be we'll fitted into our uh, um okay. I gotta get it on speaker. Do, do you know her phone number? I got it yeah. A little dialing music. Busy. Please try your call again later. Announcement eight. What the hell? She's got your number blocked. <laughs> <laughs> she just, blocked you. That, that was her on the answer machine too. Right, right, right. It's, it's like, it's like <laughs> if this is you, Mike, don't call back. This is how you deal with sentimentality. What's that beeping? Yeah, What's that me? Oh. Oh, that's my mom. She just called. Oh shit. Okay, wait a minute. I'm calling my mom. <laughs> wow! I see, just missed a call from. See, her. when you got nothing, you start prioritizing moms. And pretty soon, my mom's so fat. Your mom, no. your mom. And we don't answer the phone. Now you know why you don't have nothing. <laughs> wait, wait, I really got nothing. My mom's been dead for twenty-five years. Wow, I got nothing. Well, she just called me. Calling mom. I just missed a call from her. Come on. Hello, Rick. Hi, Mom. What are you well, doing? I was taking a nap. Uh-oh. Oh, you were? Listen. I was, but no, it was time to get up. I'd been down for about 45 minutes. Yeah. And I've been taking one every afternoon, and it really does help. Oh, I good. Just, I get so tired. And, oh, Rick, I got a walker this week, two days ago, and it's wonderful. <laughs> I don't, I feel so much safer. Oh, that's... I feel like I can go any place. Dad and I went. I went to the hairdresser this morning. Came. He picked me up. I'm not supposed to drive yet, so he picked me up and we went to breakfast. Had our good pancakes at the corner bakery. Oh, you didn't go to Woody's? No, we went to the corner bakery this morning because it's kind of over in that direction where yeah. I get my hair done. Okay. And um, anyway... <laughs> I'm doing fine. It's a little bit of trouble for him to fold it up and everything, but it's small. Yeah. And it's lightweight. And I think I had a friend, a foster, she died about, oh, six months ago, but she was in her 90s. And she used that walker, took herself to the beauty shop, took herself to the grocery store, well, did everything on her own with her walker. And you're in your 90s now with your walker. Yes. Oh, I think I can use that. I think I'll be able to manipulate and go places. Um, and let's see, where else did we go? We went back to dinner last night. We went to, um, I had those barbecued ribs over here at BJ's. Oh, you had their ribs? They have pretty good baby backs there, don't they? Yeah, they're really good, Rick. Are they as good they as mine? No. 
None are as good as yours. Oh, thank I you. I told that to Dad last night. He said, well, you know, these aren't bad. And I said, Dick, they're not as good as Rick's. Well, he finally had to admit they weren't as good as yours. <laughs> okay, good. I'm, I'm glad. Mom, I have to tell you, 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 this is really unfair not to have told you, but you're on speakerphone, and we're here with the Acme Writing Academy doing our podcast. Oh, you're kidding. No. So why, I've got... Why got, am I on speakerphone? Because uh, you're, we're, we, we were talking about... Okay, Marcello, say hello, Marcello. Hi. Hi, Mom. And Bob Bob Clark is here. Hi, Mom. Uh-huh. Mike, okay. Mike Magnuson is Hi. here. Hi, Mom. And, uh, Hi. Hey. Hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and Marcello was telling us stories about his that his mom used to tell him or still tells him and how he records them and so forth and how it makes uh-huh. for good good stories for writing and I said well now I miss my mom and so <laughs> we thought we'd call you up and, so then your mom called I'm on speakerphone <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> oh well tell me your mom's a little goofy sometimes <laughs> well I don't have to tell them they can hear that <laughs> they're hearing everything <laughs> Well, how's the okay, ad, well, how's the four o'clock well, Advil working out for you? Working great. All it's, right. I take it now, and I took one through the night. Yeah. I took two through the night, and I got through just great last night. I think that's why I wanted to go out today. There you I, go. I'm getting everything finally kind of worked out. All right. Well, listen. I don't want to keep you. I'll let you go because yeah. you probably have. You're probably making noodles today or something. No, but I'm going to make a cheesecake. Oh. Can you believe that? I'm, if I'm baking, I'm feeling better. Okay. So I'm going to take that over, and well, I'll let you go. Laura's two sisters are visiting. They've been cooking and picking oh, up the good. kids. They've heard for a whole week. So they don't know it, but I'm going to take them a cheesecake. Over, we're supposed to go over Sunday. Okay. And so I thought, Dad got me all the ingredients, and I'll do that this afternoon or later tomorrow. Excellent. Maybe. Okay, Rick, okay, enjoy Mom. your group. And hi, guys. Bye. Bye, Bye, Mom. Okay. Okay. Bye, Mom. I love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Love you, Rick. Okay. Okay. It's interesting how the the difference way that she was telling you a story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The story Mm -hmm. about the walker. Yep. It's, gosh. We could use her as an advertisement for certain kind of walkers. You know, just make something up. The the Acme Walker. This is, yeah, the Acme Acme Walker. This is Arlene Krisman. (laughs) <laughs> for the Acme Walker, <laughs> you can put rockets on for it. blanks. Advertisement <laughs> <laughs> blanks that would solve all the problems. <laughs> so I think I think like that's a perfect time to bring mom in. Yep. Okay. When we want to get try like, again, unusual ways of expressing herself and stuff. Oh, hi, mom. How's it going? Thank you, little shit. How are you? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you lost my freaking number. You haven't called me in months. Uh, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, thanks, thanks for the cheap cigars. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know you like the cigars, Mom, and the whiskey. Hang on a second. I got turned on the oven. I got fried cheese and brats on for your dad for tonight. It's his favorite well, meal. Oh, that's great. Well, well, hey, Ma, I, I'm out here in California. <laughs> See, Ma, Ma never listens to me. That's the thing. So that's the thing. It's a mom so, thing. <laughs> so, Ma, we're, I'm out here in California with uh, my friend Rick. Hello. Bring back some gummies again that you brought that last time. I know. Mom, I'm, I'm totally she must know the theme of the show. <laughs> 
<laughs> Mom listens to all the shows. She, she does? She loves it when I go to the West Coast, too. Did she just call us dummies? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. She's so right. <laughs> I, I, lost, I lost 20 pounds. I'm down to 250. <laughs> oh my you're gonna look great <laughs> oh, oh man everybody's gonna love that so listen mom we we gotta run we're uh, recording acme writing academy today what we just wanted to call and pick on you a little bit okay Oh, I love you, Mikey. All right, I love you too, Mike. Bye, 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 Mom. Bye. 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 That's your mom. That's, That's really mom. your mom. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, don't you're, you're, see. Man, you're, you're, you've got some unmined stuff going on here. <laughs> when she said, "Hey, you little shit," yeah. when are you writing about cops? <laughs> Yeah. I just think you're like, you are reading a lot in the mom that's not really there, you know? Like, she's not the standard mom. <laughs> no, she's not. She's no she's no stock character, clearly. No stock character. No, no. no. Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. The mothers of invention. The, literally. Uh-huh. These literally. are the mothers the of mothers invention. The mothers of invention. Right. So when you got nothing, you can pull shit like that out of your ass. Absolutely. When you got nothing, it's an iPad. And what, did, and what did it cost you? How? What did, what did it, you had to look the number up, push the button. Hi, mom. Haven't talked to you in a couple of months. This is the next chapter in the book Bob was reading. When you got nothing, call your mom. Yeah. Haven't we all done call that? Mom. No, have, have the courage, the balls, to call mom. Come on. <laughs> well, in Mike's, in, in Mike's case, <laughs> he was sweating profusely. I know. I know. It's like, God. He's like, he's like, I don't know. She, she was a state wrestling champion four years ago. <laughs> Thanks for the cheats. <laughs> Thanks for the cheap cigars, you son of a bitch. Oh, mom, don't sell yourself like that. Oh, man. That's great. You know, but I got to say that I really had a good childhood. I did. You know, she was nice to me. I could tell. Yeah, I could tell. She taught me how to cook, how to drink. How to wrestle. <laughs> I love that. I lost 20 pounds. I'm down to 250. <laughs> <laughs> I start wearing your dad's, your dad's pants. Yeah, I'm going to order to church tomorrow. <laughs> I got brats in the oven. That's awesome. Let's call Cheese her back. Let's call her back. I can listen to mom all day. <laughs> you, you know, you, dude, you have an untapped resource there. <laughs> I, I thought I, I did. I, Fuck I, that. I know. I thought I've never heard a voice like that in your story. Yeah, send me your mom's phone number when I record that. Oh, no. I thought, hey, I'm going to get my mom's phone number. I'm going to appropriate your stories. Hey, mama. This is my mom. Jeez. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. I don't know about you fellers. <laughs> That's awesome. So all of you out there listening to this, right now, turn off your computers. Call your mother. Yes. Call mom. Okay? Remember. We'll wait. They are the mothers of we'll, invention. We'll wait. We're here waiting <laughs> while you call your mom. Dude. <laughs> <laughs>
They're not calling their mothers. That's they're not, thing. are they? No, they're not. They're no. not. They're not compliant. Not paying nope, attention I can at all. I can tell. I'm listening. I don't hear any dialing. <laughs> you haven't called me in three oh, months. Oh, you little shit! <laughs> you give me seven years old, and you be calling her. It's like you haven't called me in three months. <laughs> Thank you, mom. May I have another? <laughs> <laughs> I think we should get our moms together. They could do their own good. Your mom, mom storytelling your academy. Mom's funny. That's some funny shit. That is from her. That, that is, almost that, that that almost sounds like a bit. It did. It did. It sounded it did. like and a it fucking did. bit. And I mean, didn't. because she was just boom, 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 yeah. boom, boom. I know. And it, it was such a non-mom voice. <laughs> yeah. It's. it's <laughs> I mean, wait. I was gonna say, wait. Your mom's a guy. She said, when, when, <laughs> no, when she, she said, I, hey, "He's Mike, all mom." I'm telling you. When she said, "Hey, Mike, I've lost twenty pounds. I'm down to two fifty now." She sounded like a, a guy up on at a comedy club, do, do, you know, do, do right. delivering a no, delivering no, a one liner. changes. She doesn't sound like a guy at a comedy club. All right, my right. mom just happens to have a deep voice. Yeah, deep voice. I'm sorry. Yeah, deeper sound than yours. Actually, with a deep voice at a comedy club. I didn't say anything. He's, he's he was saying my mom it. doesn't have balls. He was, he was thinking it. <laughs> my mom. <laughs> now she does. She has yours. Oh. oh. In a little box oh. on the shelf. Oh. Mason, mason jar. She gave them to him. <laughs> mason jar. <laughs> really? <laughs> mom, these are small pickles. <laughs> <laughs> They're bulbous. <laughs> small pickles. Italian onions. Don't touch that, Mikey. <laughs> Cipollini uh, onions. Right? Cipollini. Cipollini. That was right. terrific. Uh, oh, I hope this sticks. <laughs> it sticks. <laughs> <laughs> now I I don't know how we can top that. Can't. We I can't. Think we maybe, should uh, take maybe, take a break. I think we should we wrap this one up. I, I think, think we should wrap it up. I think we should wrap it up. I Beat this one to death. Yeah. yeah we gave it. Right. We gave it everything. We'll go to so Sumi next. Well, we might come back. We might revisit this. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay, so thanks for listening, and we'll be back. Awesome. Awesome. That's got to be some material. Coming up next time on the Acme Writing Academy podcast. Are your emotions pure? Are your nerves adjustable? How do you stand in relation to the potato? Should it still be Constantinople? Does a nameless horse make you more nervous or less nervous than a named horse? All of this, plus... When you figure out you have to pluck it, (laughs) it tastes like chicken. (laughs) So on behalf of Mike Magnuson, Marcello Vasquez, and Bob Clark, this is Rick Crisman inviting you to join us for Episode 3 of Acme Season 2 as our California adventure continues. In the meantime, have a pleasant rest of your day, and happy writing. Cue the coyote!